I uh, say it frequently about the angels, and I haven't been corrected yet. Uh, so if I'm wrong, correct me, please. Uh, but it seems like there's two mis- misconceptions when it com- major misconceptions when it is comes to the angels. Uh, most of the time, we live our lives kind of completely oblivious to their actions in ministry. Or if we don't, we attribute it to some new age-ish kind of thing. Or we attribute it to something that's rather childlike, childlike or childish, maybe even. After all, on Saturday, we'll celebrate the Feast of the Guardian Angels, Guardian of God, my angel, uh, angel of God, my guardian dear. It's been a long time. Uh, to whom God's love commits me here. You know, that's rather childish. And yet we, we forget the power that the angels play in our lives, that these were creatures created specifically by God from the first moment of conception. Every angel that has, will ever exist already exists in that, in that moment. How marvelous that, that moment must have been when all these spiritual creatures were created. And of course, we know that some angels, for various reasons, rejected God, um, in all nine choirs of angels, the most famous perhaps in today in our first reading with Lucifer, this uh, depicted as this dragon. Lucifer, according to tradition, was a seraphim, the highest ranking of all uh, um, uh, choirs of angels. Each classification, each choir is a magnitude greater than the one that came before it. Uh, example I use with the children trying to explain this is it would be an ant to us, that kind of order of magnitude of not, not only in size, but in strength and in, in capability. Can you imagine from us to the guardian angels, how much then greater that they would be? And then from the angel, uh, angels to the archangels, and there's six more, seven more ranks up to the seraphim. And yet there Michael is battling Satan, a fallen seraphim. Why is he able to be victorious? It dawned on me. Satan is relying on his natural ability. Michael is relying on God. God is supernatural. God, of course, created Lucifer and created Michael and created all that is. And God is giving Michael that ability, that grace to battle against Satan. If that's true, then what does that mean for us going against Satan? Well, I wouldn't suggest it, but but, uh, we know because of God's grace, because of Jesus Christ, who comes to be one of us, that somehow we have grace that's able to resist that evil one. And that's the, the marvelous thing about what we celebrate today, that God gives us grace, not only grace of heavenly helpers, by grace in and of itself. And while the angels are still higher than us in in natural order, because of Christ in supernatural order, we're higher. Because we choose God freely. Oh, the angels did too. They freely chose, but they're only given one choice. Either serve God or not serve God. And Satan, I will not serve God. And uh, some uh, pious legends say he he told God, I'd rather rule in hell than serve in heaven. I don't know about you, but hell is a pretty horrible place. I would not want to even spend one minute in hell. And yet Satan rejected God so much. But those who come to God find strength, find health, find power, and live in eternal happiness. 
What we celebrate today, or rather who, is uh, three of the seven archangels according to tradition. And uh, according to some really weird, uh, there, there are the other four were given names and where we might find them in scripture, but there's nothing in scripture that gives them their name. But we know that there are three that are named. Michael has already said, Michael is the great defender of God's people, who does God's will in battling against Satan himself. Michael means, of course, who is God? And that's his battle cry. Who are you to go against God, he would be saying, against the, the demonic? Who are you, because God is, so, God is God, who are you to go against him? And then there's, of course, Gabriel, who is my personal favorite, because he has, he has all the cool messages, right? He goes to Zechariah, your, your wife is going to conceive and bear a son. Aha, in my old age, well, because you've done that, you shall be mute. Tell you, if I saw an angel, I'd be speechless too, but that'd be another story. <laughs> or going to the Blessed Mother, saying, You shall conceive and bear a son by the power of the Holy Spirit. Or going to St. Joseph in a dream. Gabriel means God is my strength. And by his very name, he's telling those that listen to his message, God is my strength. The, the, the task that Gabriel was given to, uh, giving to uh, Zachariah or Elizabeth, he didn't appear to Elizabeth, according, from what we know according to scripture, or Joseph or Mary, they would not have been able to do that if it weren't for God's strength. So by his very name, he's telling, rely on God, rely on his strength. And of course, then there's Raphael. We as Catholics are blessed to have his name. Uh, the only book we hear of him is, of course, the book of Tobit, which our uh, Protestant brothers and sisters have said that it may or may not be uh, uh, valid, uh, good theology or whatever. And so they put it in this uh, um, deuterocanonical books or, or whatever. We, we accept him as, as authoritative for us. And in that book, we hear of Raphael, who disguises himself, who journeys with Tobias, who is sent by Tobit to go to a distant land to retrieve some money that was put in trust there. While there, he meets Sarah, of course, and Sarah, the poor woman, has been married seven times, and each time a demon kills her husband. Talk about a bad reputation. And Tobit, Tobias wants her as his wife. Why? Only, only Tobias really would know. There's, uh, there's a song that my mom used to listen to. It's called Henry VIII I Am. And she was married seven times before, and uh, each of them was a Henry. Anyway, so poor Tobias is going to be the eighth, but they get up and pray, encouraged by Raphael. And he heals her relationship. He heals Tobias's relationship in a spiritual and, and uh, intimacy relationship. And he goes back and heals Tobit, who, if you remember, went blind because he had the uh, silliness of sleeping under some birds that dropped droppings. I love the book of Tobit. You gotta, you gotta admit, we, we, we have all the good stories. But how, how Raphael heals even the strangest of situations. And his name, of course, means God is my healer. So all of these archangels that we have the names of are hinting at, again, that we rely on God as strength, God who is going to protect us, and God who is going to heal us. And while we may not have their direct uh, ministries in our lives, 
we do have indirectly, of course, and we have, uh, I, I assume I'm not preaching on, on uh, Saturday with a piece of guardian angels, but we have the guardian angels with us too, who protect us, who guide us, who lead us. If the guardian angels are more powerful than we are, to rely on them, because they, they said yes to God. And they are relying on God's grace just as much as we are, the grace that's given to us through the cross. And so with the angels, we don't have to fear anything. And with the angels guiding us and helping us, one day hopefully we fulfill their function. Their function is to help us, to serve God by helping us, that we could be in all of eternity with, our, with the, uh, all the archangels, of course, the seraphim and the cherubim who re- remained, all, the, all those who remained, but more especially to be worshiping God for all eternity with even our guardian angel, whom then we shall know and communicate with well.